You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome back to another episode of A Bigger Life. I'm going to look at Psalm 55 today. It's still in that part of the Psalms where David is in emotional anguish, fear. In fact, a lot in this Psalm. He says in verse 4, My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling come upon me, and horror overwhelms me. Whatever you're feeling, David is at number 11 on a scale of 10. When it comes to anxiety, worry, fear. And that's what the Psalms a lot of times are. Not always by any means, but a lot of times they're written in the context of fear. I've said this before. And and the reason why is because kind of life is that way. We have good times at different points in our recent history, but that's not the norm. The norm is fear, disease, conquering, being conquered, having your village pillaged, all these kinds of things have been all throughout history and violence and death. These have been norms throughout history. The fact that we've had a pretty good run here uh, doesn't mean that uh, more serious times can't come. And even our ancestors had very serious times, World War II, World War One. Uh, and then even if, if you were, say, for an, Af- an African-American in our country, um, Times were never great. I mean, you, and chances are, were raised in a completely different world of when it comes to anxiety and fear than most of my ancestors, at least for the last generation or two. So the, the norm of life is times of fear, times of anxiety, times of worry. And that's what we see in most of the Psalms. And these Psalms were, as we've looked at before, highly read by Jesus. Jesus quoted the Psalms more than any other book in the Old Testament. He read them a lot, prayed through them a lot, quoted them a lot, and he quoted them a lot because he just simply was reciting them at key moments in his life. And so when we look at Psalm 55, we're looking at a psalm that will help you express some kind of burden you might be feeling. Now, you might not be thinking about it right now. You might be going through life sort of on autopilot, and you're not really aware of maybe something that's burdening you or making you anxious. But if you thought about it, uh, and your brain is thinking about it, even if you're not thinking about it on a conscious level, and sometimes putting those anxieties in your muscles and your nerves and your body in ways that you might not be aware of. But something's burdening you. Maybe it's your family situation of some kind, or maybe it's a failure in your life, maybe a moral failure or spiritual failure or relational failure or job failure or a fear of failure, or maybe it is your job. Maybe your job is in a situation right now that you're not sure what it's going to be in the next year or two. Our health is always a burden. Um, even if you're young and healthy, you don't know that you're healthy. I mean, we're always in situations where you know something is on the horizon. That's just life. And maybe you're in a situation where you're dealing with loneliness. Uh, maybe there's some relationship issues and you're feeling alone. Whatever it is, there's always something that is burdening our heart. And we have to learn what to do with that besides just put it in our body. We have to learn what to do with our anxiety, what to do with our worries, what to do with our fears. 
And Psalms help us deal with that. I like what Athanasius said. He was a, a Christian theologian who was writing in the 300s, really influential in church history, an African theologian. And he said, the other scriptures speak to us, but the Psalms speak for us. And I, that's why I think I always like to pray through the Psalms. They just seem to speak for me. I'm not worried about every verse and every psalm. I'm not trying to do a Bible study, like I've said before. I'm just trying to find phrases that resonate with my heart, resonate with where I am, and letting the psalms speak for me as I pray to God. The situation David is dealing with is kind of multifaceted. It's, it's in, in lots of ways, David is showing us in a prophetic way what's going to be true of the son of David, which is Jesus, the Messiah. And in this situation, David has been betrayed by somebody that's very close. He said, for it is not an enemy who taunts me, then I could bear it. It is not an adversary who deals insolently with me, then I could hide from him. But it is you, a man, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend. We used to take sweet counsel together. Within God's house, we walked in the throng. And he talks about how evil has become your dwelling place and in your heart to this friend. And that obviously is what happened to Jesus with Judas. And although that is foreshadowing of the son of David, what's going to happen to him, this is something very real in David's life. And some close friend, somebody very close that used to take counsel, was a familiar friend, they walked together in the throng of God's house. They walked in their spiritual lives together. And somebody that David saw as a close companion has now uh, done something that is seriously threatening David's life. Something's happened where he says, David says, I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on its walls and iniquity and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marking place. Something's happening now where there is chaos and violence unleashed in the city that David is in. And somehow, in some way, it has happened by somebody's influence that was once close friend and companion of David. And David feels incredibly betrayed. Well, we can certainly relate to the fear of the violence and strife in the city and iniquity and trouble in our midst because of Violence that's happening throughout American cities now. So this is not something that's so far from our lives. But whatever it is for you, whatever is burdening you, if you just thought about it for a minute, what is it right now for you? What is burdening you? And so let's let's look at this psalm in light of that. David says in verse 16, But I call to God, and the I am will save me. Yahweh will save me. I call to God. And God will save me. Now, whenever we read these kinds of psalms, this is not a promise that whatever situation you're, you face right now, whatever it is you worry about, that you're not going to fall to it. You may have cancer and you may die from it. You may have some sort of health problem and it may get the best of you. At, at some point, we're all going to die. This is not a promise that God's going to save your marriage. This is not a promise that your worst fears won't come true in your family. That's not what this is. Sometimes those things happen. What this is, is David making it all vertical and saying, at the end of the day, God is going to save me in one way or another. 
in the end, I will stand with God. God is going to save me, and I call to God. And so he says, he redeems my soul in safety. These are things that we can say. Whatever it is that is burdening you, job, health, family, situation in our country, whatever it is, ultimately you've got you've to get to the bottom line, and that is you call to God, and God will save you. The I am will save you. The I am has redeemed you. He will redeem your soul in safety in the end. In the end, whatever it is, is not going to get the best of you. Now, that may or may not be comforting because sometimes the things we fear, we really, really don't want to happen. And so the main thing we're trying to do in our prayer life is simply to make God the center of our burden, to cast our cares on him. So he says in verse 22, cast your burden on Yahweh, cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. This is for us to say, I cast my burden on you, God, and you will sustain me. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. It's really interesting. It, you know, it, it kind of captures it in the English when the, the NIV says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. But in, in the Greek, it's interesting. It, it's it's a, kind of a little bit of a play upon words, I think. But it, it says... In, in in the Greek, uh, cast all your anxiety, your worry, whatever they are, whatever your worries are, whatever your anxieties are, cast them all. This And it literally means in the Greek to throw them unto God because he is concerned with what is concerning you. I've, I've seen a translation, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. That's kind of capturing the idea. But, but throw all your anxiety on him because he is concerned about whatever is concerning you. I like how, that, and that's First Peter 5, 7. I like how that's worded. Peter's capturing, I think, the spirit of David here in Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. Whatever it is that is burdening you, cast it onto him. Throw it, just throw it onto him. Because he cares about whatever it is that you care about. That's a promise in the Bible. That is a promise in 1 Peter 5, 7. David is saying it here. And so he finishes this psalm by saying, I will trust in you. And I always like to think of synonyms. I will rest in you. I will rely on you. I will lean on you. He calls God, verse 19, he who is enthroned from of old. So here's what we're doing now. We're going we're gonna to spend a moment in prayer because I really want whatever it is that's burdening you, let's do that. Let's just go ahead and cast it right now in a prayer time. Let me lead you in a time of prayer to cast that on, on God, the one who is enthroned from of old, the one who is the Yahweh who has created the I Am, who has created this entire universe, has existed forever. And he yet, in, in some miraculous way, is concerned about whatever it is that is concerning you and wants you to throw it unto him. We're going to do that right now. And let me, let me just lead and you try to follow along as we, as we let David 3,000 years ago guide us into what we do with our burden, what we do with our anxiety, what we do with our worry and our fears. Let's do that with David now in the Holy Spirit. Pray with me.
Oh, God, we call upon you, God. We call upon the Lord. We call upon the I Am, the one who has always been enthroned from of old, the one who is always God. There is never a time that you have not been God. You are the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. There's never a time when you are not Lord God Almighty. Never a time in infinite past. Never a time in infinite future. Never a time or place in infinite present that you are not the Lord God, Yahweh, the I Am. The one who is enthroned over all. Whatever it is that burdens us, you are enthroned over it. All my worry All my burden, all my fears, all my anxiety, you are enthroned over it. You control everything. You control all of it. There is nothing that threatens your control. There's nothing that threatens your plan for my life. There's nothing that threatens you saving me and redeeming my soul in safety. So I call upon you, the one, the only one who controls everything. And I thank you that you invite me to come before your throne. You invite me to come before you. And I can talk right now to the one who controls everything in my life. Only you control everything in my life. Nobody else does. I don't. No circumstance does. No virus does. Nobody does except you. You control everything. Everything in my life, you control everything in my future. You are the one who has been enthroned from of old, and you are the I am, enthroned in the present tense, and you are always God forever. So I come before you, and I give thanks to you that you redeem my soul in safety, that you have died for me in Jesus, that you have risen for me to redeem my soul, and that nothing threatens me. Nothing threatens me. Because you have redeemed me. Because you save me. Because you are my God, nothing threatens me, ultimately. But God, you know I'm burdened. You know I care about this situation that I feel can alter my life in negative ways. Whatever that is right now for you, just give that to God. Whatever it is that you care about, just throw it onto God because he cares about it too. That's what Peter says. And Peter spent three years with Jesus. Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit to write scripture to you, is saying right now, and you have to believe God's word, cast all your anxiety and your worry on God because God is concerned about whatever concerns you. What is that for you? Health? Family, relationship, job, finances, the unrest in our country. What is it that burdens you right now? What is it that makes your heart heavy? What is it right now for you? 
God, I cast it unto you. I throw it unto you. I lift it unto you. I give it to you. Because I know you care about it. You promise that you care about it. You promise that you do. And so I give it to you, and I will trust in you. I will trust in you, the one who is enthroned from of old. I rest in you. This burden is on your shoulders, and I lean on you. I rely on you. I rely on you to work in this situation because I know you care about me. And whatever it is that happens, I know you're in control. I know you're in charge. I know that you are Lord, and I know that you will sustain me. I know that you will redeem me safely. I know that you are with me. And I know that your steadfast love is always for me. And I don't ultimately have to fear because I know you're in control. I pray, God, that you would work this out. I pray that you would work it out, that you would help me, that you would bless me. Bless those I'm worried about. Bless those I care about. Help them. Be their help. Sustain them. And I cast all this on you because I know that you care for me. With David 3,000 years ago, inspired by your Holy Spirit, I say, I call to God, and the Lord, Yahweh, the I Am, will save me. He redeems my soul in safety. He who is enthroned from of old, I cast all my burden on the Lord, and He will sustain me. I will trust in you, O Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.